It's time for the Vegas Golden Knights postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. Now here's Ryan Wallace on the Golden Knights Radio Network. Welcome into tonight's postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. The Golden Knights fall 5-4 to four to the San Jose Sharks in a shootout, a heartbreaking loss for the Vegas Golden Knights, especially the way that it all panned out there with the, in the final two minutes of the game. And to help us break this one down, we bring in the voice of the Golden Knights, Dan Duva. And, you know, Dan, we'll, we'll start obviously at the end of the game um, and the lack of calls on Brent Burns. Obviously, you're not going to pin this all on the referees, but the fact of the matter is you can't have a guy with that blatant of a penalty on William Carlson, that slashing call, not be called in a pivotal game like this. Yeah, I, I mean, I probably spoke about it more than I should have at the time because there was uh, action to resume. Right now, just as you can see, Ryan, from your spot, as the post-game ceremony is taking place here with season-end awards, you know, Mark Stone was just recognized, and he, uh, after receiving the award, has gone back to the bench, and, and he can't even watch. I mean, he yeah. is sitting on the bench and just looking down at his skates. Uh, this is uh, a rare look at a Golden Knights team. You know, after a loss, you, you see them go down the tunnel, and you wonder what it's like in the room after a, a heartbreaking loss. And we're seeing it right now. This is just absolutely bizarre that you, you've got this ceremony here on the ice where players will take their jerseys off and autograph them and hand them to the lucky fans who are out there. But uh, if you were ever to meet a Golden Knight for the first time, I can't imagine a worse spot for it to happen. Uh, and these guys are autographing their jersey and handing it to the lucky fan and then going down the tunnel to the room where it will be an excruciating night for sure. Uh, but uh, back to your question, yeah, I, I, listen, the way that uh, the officials sort of let it go in the final minutes to a degree was kind of how they officiated the game. They didn't call too many penalties overall. Um, it's almost as though that the officials decided that the game was over and they were not going to call anything. The trouble is, uh, Brent Burns first got away with cross-checking Stone in the corner, and then, uh, as you just described, he got away with slashing William Carlson in the slot. And then by the time they called him for a penalty, the game was already tied and it was in overtime. So, yeah, the Knights had an opportunity to, to win it there in overtime with Burns in the box. They couldn't do it. But I feel like a broken record. It sounds like we're talking after game seven in 2019. Yeah, it's, it's par for the course when it comes to the Golden Knights and the Sharks rivalry. But, you know, going into this game, I, if you're the Golden Knights, you, you do have to pull some of the good that you, you did in this game and take it with you to Dallas. And, and, you know, for me, I guess the biggest question is how do you regroup if you're the Golden Knights going into what will be the biggest game of the regular season against the Stars on Tuesday? Right. Well, the, the season mathematically will be on the line at that point. It yeah. was not mathematically on the line today, uh, but it, it would be more than likely that uh, by the time the Knights take the ice against the Stars on Tuesday that it will be on the line. And, you know, everything seemed to turn out pretty well for the Knights today other than, uh, you know, those final couple of minutes. If you could just eliminate those final couple of minutes, I think that everybody would feel pretty good about today's contest. So uh, you take all of that and you wonder how much of the anger that the players are feeling right now helps them. Uh, do they, you know, put it in the rearview mirror or do they hold on to it a little bit to spur them against the stars? Uh, I don't know. And that might be an individual situation from person to person. Uh, I, I don't know exactly how uh, that'll uh, affect each guy. But, uh, you know, it was, it was uh, an impressive game until it wasn't. You know, and kind of to that point when it comes to the Golden Knights and getting a little bit healthier tonight, you get Will Carrier back into the lineup, who I thought was a spark plug for the Golden Knights all night long. Uh, but then in, in the same game, Keegan Colasar goes down late second period, doesn't return in the third period. So for the Golden Knights, that trend continuing even, even here, final home game of the regular season. This is a team that gets a player back and then has to, has to manage the rest of the game down a man. They did uh, experience that as they have had to deal with so often with Colasar, who knows if it is a situation that would preclude him from traveling with the team or playing uh, in the contest on Tuesday, but uh, you know, we, we don't know. And, hey, that fourth line was good. Uh, you, clearly they generated the goal in the middle of the second period. Colasar goes off with about two minutes left in the second period. 
And, uh, you know, the Knights were fine in the third. They obviously extended the lead. You know, might things have been different had Colasar stayed out there? Could you have rolled your lines a little bit differently in the third period had that injury not taken place? Possibly. Uh, but uh, I suppose that the concern will be for Colasar going forward. And Keegan has played in now 77 out of the 79 games. There are only two guys who have played that many, and the other is Alex Petrangelo. And we'll see if uh, Keegan would be good to go for Tuesday's contest. We'll find out eventually. And then, you know, obviously the, the unfortunate situation in all of this is, is Logan Thompson after that goal goes in. Just you can feel just how much that one hurt for Logan Thompson. But if there's a player that you trust in this situation to, to bounce back for Tuesday, um, assuming Logan Thompson gets the start for the Golden Knights, I, I think that he's the one you bet on. Logan was great today. And he ends up giving up the four goals. But uh, that's about as well as you can play and give up four goals, I think. The, uh, a couple of the goals were tipped in. Obviously, at the end, it's a crazy sequence when it's six on five with one second left. You know, he really wasn't tested in the overtime period. There was just one shot on goal in overtime. And uh, looked pretty good on the first couple of shootout attempts from Couture and Meyer, but then... Thomas Bordalo is a complete unknown in his fifth NHL game, so I would still feel very, very good. If not, you know, already feeling good for Logan Thompson, I think it'd feel uh, even more impressive. And right now, as you can hear, the crowd remaining here for the fan appreciation ceremony, the, the fan who has just pulled a name out of the envelope was Logan Thompson, meaning that Logan uh, gets the, uh, that, that fan gets the jersey from Logan Thompson. And, well, Logan is not out there at the moment. The ovation was loudest for Thompson than any other player uh, who has uh, handed off his jersey to a fan. Well, Dan, 41 home games complete. Just any final thoughts for you during this regular season finale for the at home for the Vegas Golden Knights? I sure hope there are some more here at T-Mobile Arena. <laughs> That would be the first thought. You know, the San Jose Sharks have missed the playoffs three years in a row for the first time in their history. It seems like the end of the world that the Golden Knights might miss the playoffs for the first time in their fifth year. And it would really stink, given the way that things have uh, unfolded this year and how close they were today and the games that were so close to wins or should have been wins that weren't and so on and so on. So there's a, a lot of frustration to go around this year. But... I think that uh, what you saw from the, the crowd here today, and we said it you know, before San Jose got those last couple of goals, you know, the fans were cheering at every possible moment, even when nothing was going on, that the people here in the building were trying to send the Knights onto the road feeling good about themselves. Now, right now they feel terrible. But uh, I think that the, the thought remains that they would want to bring a postseason series back here to T-Mobile Arena all the more. And for the Golden Knights to do that, it's going to take a lot of winning, and they've got an opportunity to get right back in the win column on Tuesday against the Dallas Stars. Dan, we will talk to you then, as always. Great job tonight. Uh, and we will, we've got three more of these at least to do before the end of the regular season. At least. Thanks, Ryan. Good night. That is the voice of the Golden Knights, Dan Duva, helping us break down a stunning 5-4 loss to the San Jose Sharks in the shootout, it looked like the Golden Knights were in complete control, but as these things tend to happen, especially with the San Jose Sharks, it was not as easy a finish to the season or to this game for the Vegas Golden Knights. We're back with more on the AAA Insurance Post Game Show presented by Dollar Loan Center. This is the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network. We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. Now, here's your host, Ryan Wallace. AAA Insurance postgame show. The Vegas Golden Knights fall to the San Jose Sharks 5-4 in the shootout. Vegas 42, 31, and 6, 90 points on the year. This one put a dent in the Golden Knights' opportunity to clinch their playoff spot and control their own fate now they've got to win out and they're going to need help that is the difference between one point and two points that is the difference 
in this game between the Golden Knights still having control of their own destiny and now needing help in their quest to make the playoffs. It is not mathematically eliminated for the Golden Knights, but the season for all intents and purposes will be on the line Tuesday when the Golden Knights take on the Dallas Stars. We'll get to some different scenarios a little bit later on in the AAA Insurance postgame show, but let's take a look at the highlights here in this game. We go back to the first period. The Golden Knights with their fair share of chances early in the game, but just past the midway point of the period, the Sharks would open the scoring on Tomas Hurdle's 30th goal of the year. Now gathered in by Timo Meyer, works ahead with Hurdle left side. Shot from Meyer, saved by Thompson. Rebound, Martinez fails to clear. Point shot, stop, rebound, score! Magna put it towards the goal from out high. Hurdle follows up. San Jose scores first. one nothing Sharks. Tomas Hurdle from Alexander Barabanov and Jacob Megna at 11.43. The first period made it one to nothing. San Jose. Just under three minutes later, however, Chandler Stevenson would tie the game with a power play goal. Petrangelo and Eichel play catch out high. Right wing shot, save, rebound, score! Stevenson, power play goals in consecutive games. Knights tie at 1-1 with 5.37 to go in the first period. 20th goal of the year for Chandler Stevenson for Max Pacioretty and Alex Petrangelo at 14-23 the first period. Made it 1-1, a power play goal for the Vegas Golden Knights. We'd head to the second period, knotted up at 1, and the Golden Knights would take over the game to start the second period, and then we'd get to work in transition as Max Pacioretty would give Vegas a 2-1 lead. Vegas will settle it down and quickly come out. Up the right side, Pacioretty into the zone. He dips, goes to the middle, he scores! Oh my goodness! Max Pacioretty, what a goal! Knights take a 2-1 lead! Pacioretty's 17th goal in his 36th game! 17 on the year for Max Pacioretty from Shea Theodore at 7.46 of the second period. Made it 2-1 Vegas. Just over two minutes later, the fourth line put on a passing clinic as Will Carrier finished it off for his eighth of the year. Barabanov lost it. Watt comes in with Kolasar left side back across. Carrier scores! Sharks won. Ten minutes to go in the second. Eighth goal of the year for Will Carrier from Keegan Colasar and Nick Watt. 9.59 of the second period. Made it 3-1 Vegas. Looked like the Golden Knights were in complete control of the game, but a late push from the Sharks would lead to a deflection goal for Nick Bonino to bring San Jose back to within one. And now the handoff out on the right. Burns a shot. Tipped home. Out in front of the Vegas net, the redirection, top of the crease. Benino was there and got a piece of it to make it a one-goal game. Sharks now trail 3-2 with 1.05 to go in the second period. 14th goal of the year for Nick Benino from Jacob Megna and Matt Nieto at 18.55 of the second period made it 3-2 Vegas. We'd head to the third period, the Golden Knights up 3-2, and Vegas would work hard to restore their two-goal lead early in the third period as Nick Waugh would finish off a strong play down low from William Carlson. Carlson in the trapezoid by his lonesome. Now Vlasic meets him, centering try, Waugh scores! Carlson to Waugh, Nick goes upstairs. Knights lead 4-2, 13-25 left in the third. Nick was 15th of the year from William Carlson and Shea Theodore at 6.35 of the third period, made it 4-2 Vegas. Then, later on in the period, Logan Thompson would come up with our AAA insurance save of the game. Oh, first a takeaway, poke check, rebound, stopped! Oh, what a sequence from Thompson! First the poke check, then he holds his ground after losing his stick. Puck all the way back to the shark zone. A little exclamation point from Thompson. AAA is a proud sponsor of the Vegas Golden Knights, helping you outsmart life on the road and at home with 24-7 roadside assistance, car repair discounts, DMV services, and savings on your home and auto insurance. AAA, outsmart life. So a big sequence there from Logan Thompson to keep this a two-goal lead for the Golden Knights. But to make the final moments interesting, Nick Bonino would score his second goal of the game to bring the Sharks to within one yet again. Sharks dump it in with two and a quarter to go in the third. Reimer goes to the bench. Stone tried to tip it out, couldn't get it to the point, and a shot from the point goes into the goal. 
It's Timo Meyer, and the Sharks are back within one. Nick Bonino's 15th of the year, second of the game, unassisted at 17.54, made it 4-3 Vegas. And then the Sharks would do the unthinkable as Timo Meyer would score to tie the game with just .9 seconds left in regulation. Puck out of the zone, Petrangelo back to his own line with half a minute to go. Vegas leads by a goal and Carlson, they get his stick slashed out of his hands. There is no call on that, Carlson gets his stick back, Sharks into the zone, Petrangelo knocks it into the corner, a centering pass, that just misses. How do the officials not call that? I know it's the end of the game, but holy cow. Here's Myra's shot, blocked by a sprawling McNabb, and he uses his right leg to prevent it from going to the middle. Point shot goes wide, rebound, they score at the horn! It will count! The Sharks have tied it 4-4. 35th goal of the year for Timo Meyer. Just .9 seconds left. Logan Couture and Brent Burns with the assist. Tied the game at four for San Jose. We'd head to overtime. The Golden Knights would get a power play opportunity, but they would not be able to solve James Reimer. The game would go to a shootout. Nick Waugh would, would have his attempt stopped. Same with Logan Couture, Jack Eichel, Timo Meyer, and Shea Theodore. So the game would come down to Thomas Bordalo, who won it for the Sharks. The rookie Thomas Bordalo can win it right here in his fifth NHL game. He works to the slot. He waits. He scores! Thomas Bortolo wins it in a shootout for the Sharks. 5-4 here at T-Mobile Arena. Bortolo with the shootout winner for the San Jose Sharks as the Sharks defeat the Golden Knights 5-4 in the shootout. Vegas will take on the Dallas Stars on Tuesday at 5.30 in Dallas. That is going to be a massive game for the Golden Knights and one that they simply have to win. We're back with more on the AAA Insurance Post Game Show presented by Dollar Loan Center. This is the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network. We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. Now, here's your host, Ryan Wallace. AAA Insurance postgame show. The Vegas Golden Knights fall in the shootout to the San Jose Sharks. Five to four, two late goals in the third period from San Jose. Forced the game into overtime and then to the shootout where Thomas Bortolo wins it for San Jose. The post-game injury report is brought to you by UMC, the exclusive hospital of the Vegas Golden Knights. And you know, Keegan Colasar, who played a really strong game for the Vegas Golden Knights, and, and for a Golden Knights team that was getting, quote, healthier with Will Carrier getting back into the lineup for Vegas, uh, suffered another setback when it comes to injuries. No update yet on Keegan Colasar, but did not return. He went down late in the second period, uh, seemed to be favoring his lower body, and then did not come back in the third period or overtime for the Vegas Golden Knights. So something to keep an eye on for Vegas, as again, there are still three games remaining in the regular season for the Golden Knights. Dallas is up next on Tuesday at 5.30 p.m. And, you know, for the Golden Knights, they're going to need or hope to have Keegan Colasar back into the lineup. Now, a couple of things uh, as far as the ending of that game. Now, listen. Playoff hockey is different, and I get that this is a regular season game. I do. Whistles go away in the playoffs. Whistles go away in key moments of big games. They just do. Referees, for all intents and purposes, want the players to decide the game. However, when you do not call a penalty on Brent Burns with 40 seconds left in the game for clearly slashing the stick out of William Carlson's hands... And then the San Jose Sharks are able to go down and tie the game late. There is part of me that feels that is just not acceptable in the NHL. By electing not to call penalties, you are influencing how the game goes from that point forward. Brent Burns, who assisted on that tying goal for the San Jose Sharks, should not have been on the ice. Now, there is a large onus on the Vegas Golden Knights to close this game out. Mark Stone had an opportunity 
with a wide open net and he rings it off the post. Those are the differences in a hockey game between wins and losses. Those are the types of plays where you have to make doubly sure that you are putting the puck right in the middle of the net. And listen, Mark Stone usually doesn't miss those. But Mark Stone, who's dealt with injuries and battled through injuries all season long, who looked for the first time since coming back into the lineup to me, like himself, just didn't get it. He just didn't find the angle to put that puck in the back of the net. And while the implications of that are looming large and they're massive for the Golden Knights in terms of where they can get to in the playoffs, if they can get to the playoffs, you have to just recognize that the San Jose Sharks were a team coming into this one that put a lot of pressure on themselves to not drop their 12th straight game to the Vegas Golden Knights. And as difficult as it is, you cannot play 58 minutes of really strong, solid hockey. The Golden Knights, unfortunately, were not able to close it down against the Sharks late in the game. And as we've seen in this rivalry before, a game is never over until it's over. As we've seen between these two clubs before, that you just have to find a way to close it out any means necessary. And I think that the toughest part of all of this is that you're Logan Thompson in this situation, understanding the magnitude of this game. You played a solid game, and unfortunately, it's the last goal that goes in. It's the last shot. It's the last one. And you know what? For the Golden Knights, when you have Nick Waugh, who's great in shootouts, and Chase Theodore, who's great in shootouts, and Jack Eichel, who is traditionally great in shootouts, you have to find a goal there. You have to give Logan Thompson a little bit of help there in his first NHL shootout, and it just didn't happen. And for the Golden Knights, now it's all about regrouping. It's all about finding a way to compartmentalize this game and go into Dallas and win. The only way the Golden Knights still give themselves a chance is if they find a way to beat the Dallas Stars on Tuesday. It is massive. It is huge. It is the game that Vegas needs. And then after that, they've got to win some more. They've got to close out this year with three straight wins and hope that they get some help along the way. That's the difference between one point and two points. That's the difference between a blown call in the final stages of an intense game and that's the lot for the Golden Knights moving forward. Let's head downstairs as we have head coach Pete DeBoer. For most of that game, what kind of started happening in those last two minutes of regulation? Yeah, I don't know. You know, it was one of those games, uh, and we, we weren't cheating for offense. There wasn't people behind us. It was uh, they threw some pucks to the net, you know, and, and uh, got some bounces. Um, you know, it's a, it's a tough way to lose a point after we put in quite a bit of hard work uh, but we got no time to sit and worry about it you, you hope that uh, it doesn't cost us a playoff spot uh, you know if it does uh, that's a tough one to, to sleep on all summer but uh, you know I'm going to look at the glass half full here and we found a way to get a point and hopefully that that point we got uh, you know is the difference between us making it or not Go to Chris. Hey, Chris. Hi, Pete. Chris Chapman, Fox Sports Las Vegas. Obviously, you guys have known the situation for the last few weeks. You've had big games. So how much confidence is there in the room that you guys could just pick up and go to Dallas and play the game you need to play to pick up the two points there? Yeah, I'm, I'm really confident. You know, I, Like I said, I thought we played a, a good game today. I don't think we played a great game. Um, so, you know, we're, we're going to need to be great, and I, I think we've got another level we can get to here tomorrow uh, in Dallas. We'll go back to Ben. Hey, Ben. Ben goes to Las Vegas Regional. Team Logan took, obviously, the shootout loss very hard, at least on the ice. What's kind of the message to him moving forward yeah. here? Well, he shouldn't take anything hard. I, I thought he was really good tonight, you know. Um, I'm not sure any of those goals he could do a lot with. Uh you know, we've got to get sticks. We've got to block some more of those point shots. Uh, they didn't get a lot of looks, but uh, I think we can do a better job uh, in not allowing as many point shots and as many guys around the net to get sticks on pucks like they did. Go back to Chris. 
Chris Chapman, yes. Fox Sports Las Vegas. We saw Keegan Colasar leave very end of the second period, did not play in the third or overtime. Is there just an update? I don't have any. He's going to get some testing done, so we'll know more tomorrow morning. But, you know, not, not a good sign that he left the game, didn't come back. Go to Willie, then Danny. Hey, Willie. Willie Ramirez with the Associated Press. We can go back to Logan. You've obviously a veteran coach. Is there anything, though, that you say to him? I mean, he's like 16, 17 games into his career just to make sure his mental game is sharp because he's going to obviously take it hard. Uh, Obviously, you're not blaming him. And like you said, the guys in front of him got to do their work, but to make sure he's mentally sharp. Yeah. Well, one, he's not a young goalie. He's not a 20-year-old. You know, he's 25. He's 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 won the best goaltender in the American League. Uh, so he, he's been in situations like this where you lose and you got to bounce back the next night. I, I'm not worried about him. we got a good room. I don't think there's one guy in that room that's pinning this on him. You know, he made he made some exceptional saves tonight at, at key times for us. Go to Danny. Hey, Danny. Danny Webster, Las Vegas on Pete. Obviously, tough to find silver linings, but you get two goals from your fourth line tonight. I guess yeah. going into this road trip, how good is it that you have that depth scoring? Yeah, well, we had we had the fourth line for two periods, and then Kolasar left. Um, I, I, I really like the feel of that. I, I love what they brought, you know, their physicality, the way they got on the forecheck. You know, it was a glimpse of, of what we've been kind of waiting for. Um, but, you know, obviously with Coley going out, that changed. And, uh, you know, and, and, you know, obviously we have to execute. At the end, we've got to execute uh, with the goalie out and, and make some good defensive plays. And then in overtime, you know, we, we've got to cash in on that power play. Uh, that's, you know, that, that, that's the difference uh, this time of year. You've got, to, you've got to make sure you're executing in those spots. Pete, thanks for your time tonight. Thank you. That was head coach Pete DeBoer as he spoke to the media after tonight's 5-4 shootout loss to the San Jose Sharks. We're back to wrap it up next on the AAA Insurance Postgame Show presented by Dollar Loan Center. This is the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network. We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. Now, here's your host, Ryan Wallace. AAA Insurance postgame show. The Vegas Golden Knights fall in the shootout to the San Jose Sharks. 5-4, the final score. Vegas 42-31-6 on the year. 90 points will have to win out, and they're going to need some help. In order to make the playoffs, they will take on the Dallas Stars Tuesday at 5.30. Tonight's game recap is brought to you by Universal Windows and Solar. I mean, it was a good game for the Golden Knights, really. You had goal scoring. You had strong defensive play. There were periods of time where the Sharks were pushing back a little bit. Some floaters from the blue line find their way past Logan Thompson. And all of a sudden, you have a couple of non-calls late in the game. You have Mark Stone missing uh, an empty net to ice the game for the Vegas Golden Knights. And it goes back the other way. It's a late goal that ties the game 0.9 seconds, the difference between winning and regulation, and then an, a, a power play opportunity in overtime that the Golden Knights are unable to convert on, and Thomas Bortolo, the rookie for the San Jose Sharks, wins it in the shootout, and that right there is where the Golden Knights fall at the end of the night to the San Jose Sharks and need to win out the rest of the year and then get some help along the way that's going to do it for us here on the AAA insurance postgame show extended postgame show is next presented by dollar loan center this is the vegas golden knights radio network thanks for listening to the vegas golden knights radio network postgame show presented by triple a insurance our local coverage continues next with game highlights interviews and your phone call at 702-876-1340 this is the vegas golden knights radio network It's the extended Vegas Golden Knights postgame show on Fox Sports Las Vegas, 98.9 FM and 1340 AM. Let your voice be heard by calling in at 702-876-1340. Now here's your host, Ryan Wallace.
Extended postgame show, Fox Sports Las Vegas, 5-4 the final. The Sharks finally come away with a victory over the Vegas Golden Knights. It took them 12 opportunities to, to get one, and unfortunately for the Golden Knights, it comes at the worst possible time as they really needed a win. The Golden Knights really needed a win in this game, two points in this game, because that would have allowed Vegas to control their own fate down the stretch if they were to win out to make the playoffs. Now you need help. Now the Golden Knights have to go into Dallas, beat the Dallas Stars, preferably, most notably, in regulation, and then you're going to need help along the way. Of course you're going to have to win out, but you're also going to need help, and that's really the, the biggest... The biggest disappointment, I think, tonight is the fact that Vegas up two goals with just about three minutes, two minutes left to play. They have to find a way to close this game out. You have to find a way. And as much as the penalties not called were egregious, if you're the Golden Knights, you still have to find a way. And that's really the, the, the long and the short of it for Vegas. Now they've got to find a way to win three straight. And they've got to hope that they get some help when it comes to Nashville or Dallas down the stretch. 702-876-1340 is the number. 702-876-1340. It's your postgame show. I want to hear from you. I know this one hurts. I know this one's tough. We've had games, results like this before. I promise you, over the next half hour, we're going to get through it together. 702-876-1340 is the number. Let's head out to the phone lines. Bring in Mike. Hey, Mike, how you doing? Well, a gut punch would be the least of the things that I'm feeling right now. It is hard to take that you can outplay a team so completely and decisively and then go to sleep for two minutes, not necessarily sleep, but not play at your top level, and let the game slip away. I did think the 50-foot goal by Timo Meyer was a bad one. That was the only other one that I could complain about, I suppose. But, you know, this goes back to last month. Early last month, we go to Arizona in a ho-hum game. We lose it. Hmm. Then later on, we have that horrible uh, road trip. And in the middle of it, there's Buffalo. And their fans just devastated us in their obviously in their enthusiasm and booing Eichel every time he had this puck on his stick. And it was a game we probably should have won, but because of the, because of the rooting interest, we didn't. Mm -hmm. Then you lose to New Jersey, which is completely the worst. I, I can't even imagine. I have no words for that one. And then tonight, of course, and, and what is it about San Jose and late April and referee calls? That's twice they've done that to us now. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I mean, again, I, I think the refs in that situation are trying to let the game uh, be decided by the players. And you know, as as much as I don't want to make this about the the blown calls, as much as I don't want to make this about you know how the Golden Knights should have shouldn't how Brent Burns shouldn't have been on the ice in those final seconds. Um, you you, you got to play through it. It's gonna even itself out over the course of the year. Unfortunately for the Golden Knights. Uh, they didn't get that call in that moment. It's not often you see William Carlson that incensed at a blown call. But the fact of the matter is, uh, you know, the Golden Knights had an opportunity to cash in on an empty net. They weren't able to do it. They had a chance to clear the puck out of the zone. Didn't happen. And those are the little plays that add up to a, a result that is less than ideal when you're chasing it down at the end of the season for your playoff lives. Well, and those four games that I mentioned a moment yeah. ago would yeah. be seven points that would be left on the ice. And, of course, now we'd be firmly ensconced in the playoffs with those seven points. I guess Mr. Optimism is back tomorrow afternoon, I hope, because yeah. I, need a, I need a dose of, uh, of, of Mallard tomorrow to get yeah. things into perspective. Yeah, no, it's that's a great, uh, great call there, Mike. Thank you for the call. Uh, as as far as Millard goes, I he and I have not chatted just yet about what the plans are. As as we mentioned, Darren has has been working his way back. Obviously, doing a great job on the TV side. But uh, I would imagine after a big game like this, we will have Darren on in some capacity tomorrow for the VGK Insider Show. Because as you mentioned, Mike, the optimism Darren brings to the table is second to none. 
and Positivity Alley certainly needs it after a game like tonight. Let's head back out of the phone line, 702-876-1340, and bring on Stephanie. Hey, Stephanie, how you doing? Well, I've been better. How are you doing, Ryan? Oh, I'm okay. So I know that I've said this before, but I absolutely hate that the refs swallow their whistles in playoff games mm-hmm. and in playoff-like games. I... The, the penalties are penalties for a reason, right? Yeah. Like, it's not the Wild West out there. You can't be cross-checking people into the boards and into the ice or slashing sticks out of their hands. And I know that there were plenty of opportunities for the Knights to prevent those goals from going in. There was a chance for Stone to hit the empty net. But at the same time, like, if you're going out there and playing an honest game, the penalties should be called as penalties. And I feel the same way, whether it's a penalty against us or against the other team or in a game where the Knights aren't playing at all. I just, the rules are there because they mean something. Yeah. Ah. Yeah, no, I I mean, I'm right there with you. And, you know, I I think the... (laughs) I think the ultimate frustration here is that you could have called two on Brent Burns in the final minute and 30 seconds of the game, right? There was the cross check to Mark Stone, and then there's the slash to William Carlson. I think more than anything, it compounds on itself, and that's why it looks so egregious because there were two infractions, two opportunities for the refs to to kind of allow the game to unfold the way that it should have based on the rule book, and it didn't happen. Well, and the problem is, is when you let somebody get away with the first one, it emboldens them to keep doing it and keep yep. pushing that limit to see just how far they have to go to get the refs to call a penalty. Because obviously the first two not getting called didn't dissuade Burns from pulling another penalty and actually eventually getting called for it. Yeah, and, uh, and to be honest, you, Pete DeBoer kind of alluded to it in his post-game press conference. The execution on the four-on-three in overtime, that power play, it needs to be there for the Golden Knights. Like you, you don't want to get this game into a shootout situation for Logan Thompson's first NHL shootout. Uh, for the Golden Knights, they they had to be a little bit more. Uh, they 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 needed a little bit more movement on that power play five, four on three in overtime, and it just the execution just wasn't there. Yeah, it's unfortunate because, you know, obviously we've gotten the last two games, two power play goals, which is leaps and bounds better than, yeah. I don't know, the whole rest of 2022. But it, it, it's, you know, for how long I was kind of saying, oh, it would be kind of nice if we could just decline the penalty because our power play was so bad. And now that they're finally, you know, putting pucks in the net on the power play, they're like, oh, we're just not going to call them. Yeah, it's a, it's a tough Tough one to swallow here, Stephanie, and thank you for the call. It's 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 a tough way to lose a game if you're the Vegas Golden Knights. And again, I don't want to pile on here as far as the penalties. I, I get it. As, as you call into this show, that's where you're going, and I, I understand that completely. The frustration as a fan has to be absolutely difficult, has to be really, really over the top right now, but... You also have to recognize that there were moments within this game where the Golden Knights could have authored a different outcome, and it just was not the case here tonight. 702-876-1340 is the number. Let's head back out to the phone lines. Bring in Tony. Hey, Tony, how you doing? Uh, depressed like everybody else. Uh, I, I was so glad to see William Carey on the ice and did not look like he lost a step. He brought that power and that grit. Uh, to that fourth line that was by far the best line all night long and see Tolisar go down. Uh, you, know, it was, you know, I think that's a, a wind out of our sails. But it's, it's what we've done for the longest of times is we play, we let inferior teams beat us. We find a way to lose mm. to inferior teams instead of find, finding ways to beat them. Um, all, all credit out to Logan Thompson. The, the kid was incredible. Uh, you know, and, and I, I, I'd like to see the replay on that last shootout goal. I, to me, he looked like he stopped his forward momentum and, uh, and, and shot it from a standstill, which, you know, again, uh, referee's interpretation. I, I don't understand why Carlson didn't get a – a uh, a penalty shot on the, on the penalty. So I, I to 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 answer that question, I, 
the the penalty shots awarded if it if it prevents you a scoring chance and and William Carlson though it wasn't the scoring chance he wanted um, he he still was able to make a play he still was able to get a shot on goal so uh, to my to me I. I didn't think it was a penalty shot. I thought it was the, the correct call on the ice that, you know, William Carlson had an opportunity. He still had a look. Even though he was impeded, he still got a chance on net. So in that situation, I, I didn't have any issue with the call. Oh. I, I, like I said, I like to see the replay up in the stands. It looked like that uh, <clears throat> the, the slash came as he was trying to shoot the puck. But Again, we're, we're in a situation that we shouldn't be in because we lost to inferior teams. That And, and again, we make a, an average goalie look good. We make good goalies look great. Uh, we had, you know, I, I like the lines that we had out tonight. Mm-hmm. You know, going forward to next, next season, uh, I, I don't know how you bring Riley Smith back. Uh, to have the misfit line go ahead with the Chandler and, and uh, Pat Turetti and Stone line, and then the, the Eichel line. Uh, I think you build build around Jack Eichel for that for that line. But you know, t- tonight was was one of the closest I think we've been to to having the team that we were supposed to have. But you know, find way. We got to stop finding ways to lose to bad teams. We really, I mean, that's 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 just. I can't think of anything else to say. Oh uh, yeah, thank you for the call, Tony. I mean, this one's this one's a bitter pill. It, it it's a really tough way to lose a game. It's a really tough way for the Golden Knights to to kind of come to grips with what needs to happen now, the rest of the way, in order to make the playoffs. But you know, again, I I I will point out that. There's some good to pull out of this game for the Golden Knights as they go on a three-game road trip. The season is not effectively over. There's still a way for the Golden Knights to get themselves into the playoffs. It will require help. It will require Nashville to lose some games. And the same thing for L.A. and Dallas. But the fact of the matter is the Golden Knights can find a way to get into the playoffs. They just have to win out, and, and that's that's the bottom line. There's no more margin for error here for the Golden Knights. They have to win their final three games and then get help along the way. We're back with more of your calls next on the extended postgame show right here on Fox Sports Las Vegas. Back to your calls on the extended Vegas Golden Knights postgame show. Here's Ryan Wallace. Extended postgame show, Fox Sports Las Vegas. 5-4 to four the final. The Sharks defeat the Golden Knights in the shootout. Vegas, 42-31 and 690 points on the year. And there are some scenarios for how the Golden Knights can make the playoffs. They all revolve around the Golden Knights winning out and then getting help from either Dallas Nashville or Los Angeles and that help is those teams losing and losing quite a bit over the course of their final games of the regular season we'll get to that a little bit later but now it's your phone calls let's head out to the phone lines bring in Blake hey Blake how you doing hey Ryan how are you doing good um I I mean I gotta say I think tonight's game against the Sharks is literally a microcosm of what this whole season been and I think what it's going to be and that's Kind of the day late and a dollar short type of thing, and this I mean this whole season we get right there, and I mean again right where we are right now, we we dug ourselves a deep hole, and of course it it, it comes at the hands of the, the San Jose Sharks, which is never fun. Uh, but you know, I mean, looking at Thompson's performance, I thought it was very good. I just, I mean, I think this is the game that kind of puts all the puzzle pieces together and you kind of look back and you look at the road trip where they failed to get a point in the six, five or six games, whatever it was. But mm-hmm. I think this is a game you got to look at as a front office and as, as fully and just understand that things have to change. And I, I, I don't know what the change, I don't know what the changes need to be. I don't know if you know what the changes need to be, but just sitting there at the game tonight and watching what went down and how it went down as quick as it did, and the failure to score on a power play uh, in overtime, not even put, not really get close to than maybe Shea Theodore's 
uh, shot and the penalty. Mm. It's frustrating, and it's, it's it got really frustrating to watch. I know making the playoffs every year so far has been a, almost a miracle <laughs> in a way, and how they've had runs. But it's kind of sad to see that that's probably not going to be the case this time. You know, yeah. Thank you for the call, Blake. I mean, you're. You, I think your your assessment of the season in this game kind of being a proxy for what it's been like for the Golden Knights, I think that there's uh, quite a bit of truth to that. Obviously, you, you lose a player. Like, you get healthy, you lose a player in the same game. Um, and, and not just a player in Keegan Colasar, but uh, a cog for uh, the fourth line, who I thought was effectively one of the best lines for the Golden Knights through the first 40 minutes of the game. And, you know, that kind of gives you a pretty good indication of how the Golden Knights were able to roll four lines in this one. Um, you know, the the power play, you get a power play goal, you're feeling good about it. But uh, when the game is, is on the line and hanging in the balance in overtime, uh, it, it's an inability to convert there. So I, I think that there's some some certainly some carryover from what's happened throughout the regular season. But, you know, the only thing that I will say, and and listen, I get it. It's a long shot right now, and, and I'm going to be optimistic because that is the nature of what I do here. Uh, the season is not over. Now, could the Golden Knights win out? Yes. Could they get help and get themselves into the playoffs? Yeah, absolutely. That is still mathematically possible. Um, and I, I venture to guess that it's, it's probably not helpful or, or not necessarily taken well in this moment because the frustrations are reaching a boiling point, but... Let's all take a collective breath, see where we're at tomorrow, and then for the Golden Knights, it's go time. You've got to win a game in Dallas. It all comes down to winning a game in regulation in Dallas, something the Golden Knights have done many a time. Let's head back out to the phone lines, bring in Sal. Hey, Sal, how you doing? Hi, uh, how am I doing? I'm extremely angry more than I was at the Devils game. We don't deserve to be in no matter how many situations there are for us to get in. Let me give you two easy examples, very recent, that just show the difference between our our motivation and other teams in contention. You have the L.A. Kings. I know not every listener is going to understand this. Last night, L.A. Kings-Ducks game, Jonathan Quick fans on a puck and gives up the lead at home, putting them against the wall. How did the Kings respond instead of letting us back in the chase? They scored three unanswered goals within the next 10 minutes and put the Ducks to bed and they maintain their, their lead. Yesterday, the Dallas Stars were down 2 nothing to the Kraken. No big deal. They rally because they want to make the playoffs badly. They get the job done. We can't put the Devils away. We can't put the Sharks away. I, I, I really want to criticize the coaching staff. You know, this is a really small criticism of the game today, but I, I don't agree with giving Eichel a chance in the shootout when, you have, when it's his first one of the season. When you have guys, I would I would have felt more comfortable with Carlson instead of Eichel, or maybe Yanmark or Stevenson that have four or five chances this year. Mm. I don't like giving Eichel his first ever opportunity in that spot. But again, that's that's a it should have never came down to that. I don't care about the missed penalty calls. You bury a team you're supposed to beat, like the Sharks. This is this is a Sharks team that is <laughs> finishing out the season, and you let Timo Meyer give his little incredible Hulk pose when he scores a tying goal. And you just knew right there we were not going to get the two points. It was really frustrating. Uh, I'm the last thing I'll say. I'm just I'm just really critical of DeBoer and how he's coached down the stretch. His emotion in press conferences. I know that doesn't win games, but sh- show like you really really care and that it affects you. You know, it, it, from the front office, McCrimmon, DeBoer. I, I don't like either one of them going forward. I hope this is the type of loss that really ticks off. Um, whoever makes the decisions, whether it's Foley or McPhee, whoever can whisper in those guys' ears to make the right decision, that's what I hope. Yeah, thank you for the call, Sal. Uh, I mean, the only thing that I'm going to say here is that I, I, I think you want an even keel out of your coach. Like The, the, the rigors of an 82-game season are so incredibly demanding, and you don't want to get too high, you don't want to get too low. I, I get the call for emotion, especially – from the fan perspective, I do, uh, but I I can guarantee you, there isn't a person more invested in what this team does on the ice than head coach Pete DeBoer, and the, I would extend that to Kelly McCrimmon and George McPhee. Like everybody associated with this organization wants to win, and even if in the moment it doesn't appear that way, I can guarantee you, they all want to win. I can guarantee you, this loss stings. It hurts, and you know. In this moment, 
there's still three more games left. So as, as much as you want to see that emotion, as much as you want to see the anger or whatever the case, you have to go to work and you have to still believe that there's an opportunity in front of you. And, you know, for the Golden Knights, it's not going to be easy. For the Golden Knights, it may not work out. But I, I don't know that getting hyper-emotional after a loss like this is going to be the right thing for this hockey club as they're trying to and attempting to get themselves ready for the actual biggest game of the year, and that comes on Tuesday against the Dallas Stars. We're back to wrap it up next on the Extended Post Game Show right here on Fox Sports Las Vegas. Back to your calls on the extended Vegas Golden Knights postgame show. Here's Ryan Wallace. Extended postgame show, Fox Sports, Las Vegas. The Golden Knights fall in the shootout to the San Jose Sharks 5-4. to four. So the Golden Knights, if they win out, will have 96 points on the year. L.A. has 96 points currently. So for the L.A. Kings to punch their ticket to the playoffs, all they need out of their final two games is is one point from there the nashville predators have three games left left with 94 points the golden knights can only afford nashville to pick up one point if they pick up two points three points then it becomes an issue for the golden knights and then the dallas stars 93 points on the year 79 games played so three games left for dallas same as the vegas golden knights and dallas three points ahead of vegas so it's very simple vegas has to beat dallas in order to give themselves a chance, the Golden Knights have to win out. And that's the reality of the situation for Vegas as they attempt to do that Tuesday at 5.30 against the Dallas Stars. That's going to do it for me here on the extended postgame show. Thanks to Jed Donaldson for making sure everything sounds great down here at T-Mobile Arena. Thanks to Bobby Machado back in the studio for keeping us on the air. And thanks to you, our listeners and our callers. Final home regular season game of the year for the Vegas Golden Knights does not go their way, but there are still three more opportunities until Tuesday. Have a great night, everybody. We'll talk to you then right here on Fox Sports Las Vegas. Thanks for listening to the extended Golden Knights postgame show on Fox Sports Radio 98.9 FM at 1340 AM. Your home for the Vegas Golden Knights. Have a good night and drive safe.